short break, give a short word to the Parsha Shlach, and in honor of the Bar Mitzvah, tie in the Bar Mitzvah, it just so happened with the Parsha we read yesterday in the Revi. Amazing. The first Mitzvah, Bar Mitzvah, his actual Bar Mitzvah is going to be tonight. That's going to be his actual Bar Mitzvah. What is the first Mitzvah of the Torah that our Bar Mitzvah boy does? He reads the Shema of the nighttime. Torah tells us, you have to read the Shema twice every day. Once in the night and once in the morning. So you're about to do the first mitzvah. Your mitzvah is going to be in Mairev. So the first mitzvah of the Torah that you're going to do is going to be reading the Shema. And what is the other mitzvah you're going to do? This is already not from the Torah. This is from the Rabboni. You're going to with a minion. Right? You're going to do the Shema. You're not going to just say the Shema. You're going with a minion. If we can convince you, you'll daven for the uh, lead the services. If not, somebody else will lead the services. But you will daven with the minion. And by the way, now that you're bar mitzvah, you're going to be bar mitzvah, not only you're going to daven with the minion, but we expect from you to come help us make the minion here too. So you have a double mitzvah. You'll daven, and, and now you should know when we call your dad to come for the minion, we don't have to call him, he comes on his own. But now he counts for two because he comes with you. So that's two. So that makes it easier for the rabbi. You know, the landos I call it's mostly it's three. There it's two. So that's just uh, gets it, huh? So Baruch Hashem, I come. I come with two. Yeah. So some of us, you know, then, you know. Yeah. But in any event, I just want to say something very interesting, just to point out to you. So this first mitzvah is going to be what is going to be uh, Shema, and then it's going to be Arvit, which is the davening with the minyan. So how do we know a minyan? Who's, who says, where does the minion come from? How much is the minion? Yosef. How many people do you need for a minion? How do we know? Ten, maybe eight, <coughs> maybe six. Who says ten? Where, do we come? where does the number ten come from? Actually, we learned this out from the Pasuk, and we learned it out from this week's Parsha. Because Moshe Rabbeinu said, we know, we learned it out from Akzir Shava, it gets a little more complicated, that... When you say a davar shabikdusha, when you say a kedusha, when you sanctify Hashem's name, you say kadosh kadosh, you say kaddish. When you say, you have to have a community. It has to be a community. Community means there has to be a sochbena yisrael. There has to be a kahal. There has to be a group. So, what is the definition of a group? The definition. So we know it has to be ten. We learned it out from this week's parsha. Why? Because when Moshe Rabbeinu was rebuking the people, the spies that came back, he sent them to find out how it's easy to conquer Eretz Yisrael. But they came back and they said, no, 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 we can't, they're too strong. You know, they came back with a bad report. They said, we can't do it. And then the Jewish people said, no, we don't want to go in Eretz Yisrael anymore. That's it. We don't want to go to Eretz Yisrael. We want to we stay here in the desert, okay? Hashem was very angry, so Moshe Rabbeinu pleaded. Hashem says, okay. But then Hashem says, How much longer, Hashem says, for this bad Eida, Eida the Kahal, this community. How many people were there? How many people were this, this bad community? Now the Rashi explains, the Apostolic says, these were the people that instigated everybody else not to want to go to Eretz Yisrael. So there was uh, a community of people that instigated against God. Who's this community of people? Those were the Maragrin. Those were the spies. The spies were the community of people. 
How many spies were there? There were 12 spies, right? Ish echad lamate, ish echad lamate, the 12 spies. We learned in the beginning, 12 spies. But two of the spies, Yehoshua and Kalev, they did not participate. They said no. They said we could go. So how many Eidara, how many bad spies did we have? We had 10. That's how we know that Eida is a community is called 10. But the Rebbe asked the question, it's very hard to understand. Why do we learn out such an important thing of saying a Kedusha, reigning a minion? We learned them from the spies. Uh, bad. It seems like, you know, it's a negative uh, thing. Which way? What should we do? But you know, in the Hasidic interpretation, it tells something very, very interesting. And it actually fits in with this story over here. In the Hasidic interpretation, it says that the spies didn't want to go to Israel, not because they were so much afraid physically, which is also in the partial simple meaning, but they were afraid for the spiritual well-being of the people. In the desert, they had, everything was nice. The bread came from the heaven, the manna, the water came from the well, the clothing was on them, was washed, depressed, everything was ironed. They didn't have to do anything. All what they do is study Torah and, uh, and connect to God, and that's it. Now, what was the place when they're going to Eretz Yisrael? Over there, starts there, you know, you gotta sow the land, you gotta work hard, you gotta build your houses, you gotta uh, pay mortgages, you know, and everything else, you know, you need a few automobiles, you know, there's a lot of bills to pay. This doesn't, uh, so when you come to a settled land, you know, this honeymoon is going to be over. It's going to be... So they didn't want to leave. They didn't want to leave the desert. Not because... Because the desert was a great life. You know? It was a great... So look what it says. It's very interesting. So what does Hashem say? Hashem says, How much longer is this bad community going to do? What are the bad community? What is it doing? They're persuading the Jewish people against me, to instigate them against me. So the Hashem says, lahem Hashem. Im It's not like you asked me, like you spoke to me, I will do to you. What did the Yidin say? The Yishin said, Lumasno. The Jew, the, 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 the spies eventually, because they didn't want to go to Israel, they got their wish. What did, what did Hashem punish them? Hashem said, I'll do what you asked. They, I mean, the average person died at the age of 60, and everybody lived till 60. That was the average day. And they didn't have to go into Eretz Yisrael. So they didn't want to go to Eretz Yisrael. They didn't want to go to Israel. And they didn't go to Hashem. says, I'll do what you ask. So essentially, essentially, these people didn't have a bad intention. They, their actions weren't wrong because Hashem says to go, we have to go to Eretz Yisrael. They had a good thing in mind. But Hashem actually gave them what they wanted. Hashem says it must. So it shows to you the power of the minion that even actually, even the fact that they chose to do this, it wasn't just a bad people in the simple sense, but when, they, when a community gets together and they really uh, ask for something, Hashem grants it to them. That shows the power of a minion. That not only can a minion do the positive of course which is the main thing of the minion but God forbid if you get together with a minion you get together with a group and you do uh, the negative in this case you're going to accomplish that also your prayer is so strong 
What does a minion do? A person can daven at home. You can put on the tefillin and you can say the, uh, the, the davening in the house. You don't have to come to shul to daven. You can do. But what is the idea of a minion? A minion is the power of a minion. That a minion, God listens to and answers you and listens to. And here the Pasuk is saying to you, not only does God listen to you for positive things, if you have a minion and you want to stay in the desert, you're going to end up there too. Hashem has listened to you there too. And you're going to accomplish that. So, I think it seems to me to, to emphasize, to tell you how strong a minion is, if the Torah would have said a minion by a positive thing, so then you would say, okay, a minion can accomplish positive things. But here we're saying to you that a minion can even persuade Hashem, so to speak, convince Hashem to affect the change that Hashem should agree to them staying in the desert. They wanted to stay in the desert, and then Hashem says, you know what, I'm going to let you stay in the desert like you asked for. That's how strong a minion is. But of course, it's not a lesson for us to go ahead. We ask for good things. We don't ask for bad things. We ask for health. We ask for happiness. We ask for success. And Yosef, when you were coming by mitzvah, you're going to ask Hashem to bless you. That Hashem should bless you. That you should be able to follow with love of Hashem, with the fear of Hashem, the mitzvot of Hashem, and to be a good, proud Jew so that your parents will have lots of nachas from you. And that's where your success will lie on. You will go from level to level, from level to level, to strength to strength. I wish you mazel tov and your parents a mazel tov. And remember, you got a special soul now. It's coming in right now as we're speaking. As you're a special soul for your bar mitzvah, it's coming in right now. So you have special energies. With those special energies, don't waste them for... Don't let them, don't make it the Eidah Hara, make it Eidah Tova, make it a good, make it solid, utilize it for the positive, and Hashem will bless you and you will be successful in everything that you do.